Hello, welcome to the Nose Beast Podcast. My name is Alfonso Bruton, and um, I am coming to you from Tampa, Florida. I'm here live in my business room. Um, today, we're going to be discussing about um, the Super Bowl, NFL Super Bowl. Yes, that's right. The time is finally here. The granddaddy show of them all, the Super Bowl, um, is finally here. The Chiefs versus the 49ers. Also, as well, we're going to touch on, you know, a very uh, tough, sensitive topic of the death of Kobe Bryant, um, which unfortunately occurred um, yesterday um, evening. And also, lastly, as well, just going to uh, give you and uh, predict you uh, my score for the Super Bowl. So, strap yourself in and uh, let's get ready to go. Welcome to the Nosebleed Podcast. Let's fucking do it. Okay, let's get right into it. First off, we're going to talk about the 49ers versus the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. That's right, Super Bowl 54. Um, now, it is expected that the Chiefs, um, I believe, were supposed to arrive um, as of Monday um, around 3.30 p.m. Um, in Miami. That's where the Super Bowl 54 is being um, presently held. Um, and then the 49ers, of course, come in later uh, Monday. So um, by the time you're hearing this, they probably been already um, – been landed and getting comfortable and media day um, is, is about to start. But uh, pretty much let's talk about the Super Bowl. So it's going to be a very, very exciting Super Bowl in my personal opinion. Um, you really get to see uh, both teams. Uh, both teams are totally, totally opposite. Um, you have the 49ers um, with the absolute brilliant mind of Kyle Shanahan. They kind of run a – uh, similar to a West Coast um, offense, but then uh, they, they incorporate the run very heavy. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't make really a lot of mistakes. Uh, the running game, they rely on their running game. Uh, the running game is very efficient, uh, very efficient. Uh, Mozart, uh, the, the, their star running back from last week against the Packers, um, amazing track guy. Um, it, it's, it's just going to be exciting. Now, when you look at the Chiefs, uh, the Chiefs like to air it out, okay? What we're talking about, we're talking about an uh, air raid offense. Uh, Patrick Mahomes can literally make any throw uh, known to man. So uh, pretty much I'm excited to see that dynamic. Also excited to see how is the 49ers going to game plan for Patrick Mahomes? Um, now we know going in, 49ers have – Absolute studs in their front seven, uh, mainly their front four, uh, where you have the Forrest Buckner, where you have uh, Bosa, uh, F- uh, Ford. Uh, you you have a lot of these guys who can just put their hand in the grass and, and rush the passer. So that's going to be very exciting because I want to see, can they finally get to Mahomes? Can they knock the shit out of him? You know, a lot of times with a lot of these great quarterbacks, you have to get them off their spot. If you don't get them off the spot, if they have time to just sit back there and and diagnose what you're doing to them, it's going to be a long day. Coming from a Bucks fan, trust me, I know it's going to be a long fucking day. So you just have to find a way to get the quarterback off their spot. And a lot of times you would love to do it by just rushing four. Um, that's why I feel like the last week uh, Tennessee made a mistake. Um Tennessee, a lot of times, was rushing only three rushers. Um, 
you don't do that against a Patrick Mahomes, against a Brady. Those guys are just going to pick you apart. If you just drop seven back, especially with Patrick Mahomes, due to the fact that he's he's a dual threat quarterback. He he can run and also he can throw. Of course, we know him as the pocket elite, but don't get it twisted. Mahomes can run with with some of the the top tier quarterback as well. Now, am I saying that he's Lamar Jackson fast? Fuck no. Am I saying that he's Michael Vick fast? Hell no. Am I saying that does he have wills? Yes, he does. So really, it's going to be interesting to see how does the 49ers draw up their their game plan? Uh, are they going to incorporate blitzes? Are they going to try to disguise their blitzes? Are they just going to say, hey, we're going to rush four. We're going to play you man-to-man across. And are they just going to straight out just beat them? Know what we're doing. Know what what's coming to you, and we're going to still beat you. That's going to be exciting. Also, as well, what's going to be exciting, as I previously mentioned before, is Kyle Shanahan versus the Chiefs defense. And the reason why I'm saying that is because the Chiefs defense held Derrick Henry last week. They did a great job in, in, in forcing Tennessee into third and longs. Um, that that's what what Tennessee was able to do. Um, previously before they were able to get in third and manageables. Um, get get them positive good yards on first and second down, which then it made it easier for Ryan Tannehill for Derrick Henry to be able to get the carries that 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 Derrick Henry needed in order to acclimate himself into the game. Um, but what the Chiefs did is they stopped they stopped him on first down. And then they stopped him on second down. So a lot of times the Titans were forced to say, hey, Tannehill is going to have to make a throw. Ryan Tannehill is going to have to make a throw in order for him to beat us. And, of course, as we know, Ryan Tannehill just couldn't do that. Um, So it's going to be very interesting to see how does the Chiefs um, nullify or completely just shut out um, Mozart uh, of the 49ers and that prolific running game that the 49ers have. Uh, that, that's very that's very interesting. Also as well, a lot of people is not talking about this pretty enough from what I'm seeing and what I'm hearing. Um, it's going to be really, really, really come down to Andy Reid versus Kyle Shanahan. And, and the coaching staffs. The reason why I'm saying that is because Andy Reid is going to have to be able to run the football. Uh, both teams are going to be able, going to have to be able to run the football in order for them to win this football game. And the problem with Andy Reid, and here's why I say I'm having concerns for Andy Reid, is I feel Andy Reid falls into the the dream of basically or the the nuance of Mahomes being able to make every throw. When you have a quarterback like Mahomes, like a Rodgers, who pretty much is able to make any throw that you ask of them, um that 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 kind of makes you deviate from the running game. Uh, the Chiefs have to run the football in order for them to win this game. They have to keep the 49ers honest and off balance because 
if they're able to run the football with with Williams in the back, um, Mahomes able to get a couple carries, you know, rush from the pocket, that allows for the 49ers to then be honest. They're not able to put so many man in curvatures. And also as well, they're going to have to bring an extra man in the box. That allows for everything to open up. Uh, and other side, flip side, for Kyle Hannah Shanahan, has he learned from his mistake that he had with the Atlanta Falcons in the Super Bowl. That's going to be key because, yes, Kyle Shanahan has said that he has learned, but we're going to see because you can't overdo it. Of course, Kyle Shanahan, you have to you have to do what you have been doing this whole year. You have to do what you have been doing this whole year. Basically, you have to do what you do best than the other team. So when the time gets tough, and let's just say, let's just, for instance, see if the 49ers is up by, what, eight with three to five minutes uh, left to go in the game. Is Kyle Shanahan willing to throw uh, run the football, or is he going to get too cute and try to throw the football? Those are things that, that really a lot of people don't think are are keys or 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 important, but they're just as important as everything else in the game because it's all about a mindset when you come into the Super Bowl. As I said it before, which team is going to do what they do best, and also as well situational football. Situational football is very key in games like the Super Bowl, the playoffs, because the teams who perform the best in situational football usually are the winners of these particular games, usually are and become champions. So that's going to be very, very exciting. Now, sadly, we will touch on the death of Kobe Bryant um, and Gigi Bryant, uh, who were fatally involved into a in a helicopter crash uh, early uh, Sunday, um, January 26, 2020. Um, and as well, uh, the seven other um, members who were who who lives were taken as well as well in the crash. Uh, the death of Kobe Bryant and this particular uh, accident was just so surreal. It was it was so shocking. Um, definitely, definitely unexpected. It's not something that, honestly, anyone in their right mind could have expected. Uh, it's always tough to lose a a a figure like a Kobe Bryant um, who has left a a good impact on the world. But um, at the at the early age that 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 he was that he was taken from us, it, it's 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 crazy. It's crazy, and and I really, I really sat back and I thought, and and I said to myself, you know, never forget to tell your loved ones you care and that you love them. Um, a, a lot of times we we perceive that as something so easy, but it only takes two minutes, not even that, probably sometimes thirty seconds to to let your family, friends, let them know that you care, let them know that you that you love them, and also as well as just secondly, just. Just never take life for granted. Like I said, Kobe Bryant was young. Kobe Bryant was 41 years old. His daughter, Gigi Bryant, 
13 years old. She still had her whole life pretty much to live in front of her. And she and him, unfortunately, were, was taken from us, was taken from this earth early. Um, death doesn't have a number. Death does not have a number. It comes in big, small, uh, old, young. It does not matter. So just just remember those things. Just always remember to just just appreciate the the times that you spend with your loved ones. Appreciate the 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 moments that you share with them. And also as well, just just never forget to tell the people that you are around that you know that you love that you care for them. You actually love them. You know. Now, as far as for Kobe Bryant, he left a huge impact. Not just on me, but on on the world and the sports world. Um, I will always remember Kobe Bryant and associate him with the will and his determination. And the, his will and his determination bled through his basketball game. It bled through it. The Mamba mentality. Kobe Bryant never accepted. Never, ever accepted. Anything but perfection. He wanted the highest that you can give, whether that was his teammates, whether that was from him. He always expected greatness. And he always continuously worked in and and tried to perfect his craft the best that he could perfect it. And my favorite moment of Kobe Bryant really personifies Basically, his will and determination, and and it's actually, um, it's actually a story told by Jay Williams, Jay Williams, who is of course a ESPN personality now, used to play on the Chicago Bulls, and they had a game versus the Chicago Bulls, and as Jay Williams put it, he went to go, of course, work out, you know, put in a you know an extra good workout, you know, get up a a few you know, extra 300 shots before the game, just to make sure he was in his grind, just to make sure he was prepared and mentally ready to go for when the coaches would be able to put him in or if he was starting, he would be able to, you know, fit right in and go with the flow. And Jay Williams states when he arrives to the court five minutes, five, five, five hours early, um, Kobe Bryant is there. <laughs> Kobe, Kobe, Kobe Bryant is there, and Kobe Bryant is putting in work, as he states. He, he He's putting in works, and after Jay Williams puts in his workout, he states that he goes over <laughs> to Kobe Bryant to watch, just to watch him work out, because Kobe Bryant was, in his words, doing moves that he would do in an NBA game. That right there basically classifies who Kobe Bryant is as a player. He was basically practicing how the way he would play. He was perfecting his craft at the highest degree. And after the game, of course, Kobe Bryant's scores <laughs> the Chicago Bulls. After the game, uh, Williams, you know, acts as, you know, Kobe Bryant, he felt so compelled. He was like, you know, what, why, why, why were you working so hard that 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 day? Like, what, what was really going on? And this quote right here epitomizes Kobe Bryant and, and his mama mentality. He said, in quote, 
I saw you come in and I wanted you to know that it doesn't matter how hard you work. I'm willing to work harder than you. That right there symbolizes and epitomizes who Kobe Bryant was and his imprint he left on the game and his imprint he left on people. You may not like Kobe. You may have, you know, resented him. But one thing that you can never, ever take away from Kobe Bryant was his will and his determination to win. And he will be sadly missed. Now, guys, to wrap up the Nosebleeds podcast, um, I'm going to go ahead here and give you guys my prediction score for the Super Bowl. Um, I believe the Super Bowl is going to be a hard-fought battle. I don't believe it's going to be a blowout um, at all. Um, if it was to be a blowout, in my personal opinion, um, it will it will be on the 49ers side more than the Chiefs side. Um, I feel like these teams are very close, evenly matched. Um, but I feel like the Chiefs will edge it out. Um, I feel like the Chiefs will win 31-24. Um, that's my final score, 31-24. And... Also as well, I, f- I forgot to say this um, before. If you guys are not paying attention, pay attention to the news leading up to the Super Bowl. There's something every single fucking year, whether that is Marshawn Lynch um, saying, <laughs> I- I'm just here so I won't get fined, or whether that's you know people getting in trouble with the law, like uh, back when Cincinnati was in the Super Bowl, running back Stanley Wilson. Got caught doing blow <laughs> cocaine. Um, so it's, it's always something. So that, that's one thing, too, as well, that I like to look for because there's always extra storylines where it just throws you off guard and it's like, what the hell is going on? But, yeah, my final score will be 31-24. Um, and that will enclose uh, the podcast. Um, thank you for listening as of today. Um, as I stated before, uh, my condolences go out to Kobe Bryant and the – Others that was in um, the uh, fatal accident um, as of yesterday. Um, And like I stated, guys, please uh, live your life to the fullest. Never take anything for granted and enjoy the simple things in life. Um, Thank you for listening as as well. Uh, Once again, um, this is Alfonso Bruton signing out uh, from the Nose Fucking Bleeds podcast. Uh, Please join Uh, Become a subscriber. Add me uh, on all social media platforms. Uh, Please have a wonderful rest of your day. Goodbye.